Bodo, 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 Bodo. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Fabled Broadcast or on Twitter at The Fabled Tweets. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us at thefabledbroadcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are available. Hello, here we are, we are back at, as you say, eat. Episode 35. 35. Yes. Alright, and we're back. Again. And we bad. We back and we bad! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we got the, uh... Your Monday Night Football on Monday M N F What'd you call me? On on in the background. M N F and a little uh Forty Niners Giants. Forty Niners It's a really good game, actually. It it's been a pretty good game, yeah. Yeah. Teams are evenly matched, we'll say that. Yeah. It might be because neither one of them are do actually doing really good. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I mean, the defenses are, I don't know if it's even the defenses or if like the offenses just aren't doing that well. No defenses are doing that well are doing because Brita will run all the way down the field and then get to, they'll get to like the 30 yard line. Mm-hmm. And, uh, He's kind of limping there. Let's we'll get to the 30-yard line, and then like the defense will step it up and hold them. Yeah. That's kind of like a really good game between two just kind of mediocre teams. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's very well put. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is what they thought they were going to get whenever they uh, did Monday Night Football between these two teams. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, what is interesting is they're playing um, in San Francisco. And, oh, uh, and the smog. And all that, that smog they show. and the fires. Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. You can see it, too. Mm-hmm. It's like a haze. There's, yeah. There must be no wind. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I think even if there was wind, it would still be that hazy. There's, It's just so much smoke. It's insane. It is insane. There's a lot of celebrities that have lost their... Uh, their houses it's unfortunate yeah that's why you have uh, insurance yeah that's true and i'm sure you know if you had a house that nice you probably got really good insurance on it but uh you would hope so yeah i think fred durst lost his house i think uh some limp biscuit yeah (laughs) i didn't mean to laugh at that i'm 
Yeah. We stick it up his ass. Stick it up his ass. Yeah. Um, Do you think his cookies burnt? Uh, I don't. Yeah. He did it all for the cookies. He was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> so, such dicks. Uh, burned all his stuff that he was gonna break. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry about that. If uh, Fred. So, yeah. You know. It, that sucks. But not that's why you have uh, California listeners. But yeah. It's crazy that uh, a lot of that is right there in that area. Or a lot of the uh, horrible air pollution, at least. Uh, Gerard Butler, he lost a house that he had there. A yeah. house that he had. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was his only house. No. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, it's a lot of nice Darn stuff, the so. luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lost crazy. my second home. I know. In the Hollywood Hills. I mean, that sucks because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was probably a multi-million dollar home. Right. You know, uh, it it is California and cost of living is outrageous. And all the super nice stuff he has in there. Yeah. Probably costs a fortune, too. Yeah. So I mean, it sucks. Homeowner's insurance, but he's going to get mm-hmm. a fat check. Yeah, I wonder if they, uh, I assume they cover fires in California. That just sucks, having your stuff burned down. Yes. that It really does. It, it sucks to lose all that. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, we have a, we have a lot of listeners in that area, the San Jose, San Francisco area, so. Yeah, I hope everybody's okay. Yeah. Me too. You know, we're talking about losing stuff, but it's it's not worth losing your life, right? Over. Yeah, they um, uh, they were uh, they're saying that I think twenty nine people have already died. Oh it's man, the most uh, casualties in a wildfire in California. It's pretty crazy, but it's uh, it, it's. Mostly because of where the fires are taking place. It's just hard to get out. It's hard to escape. Because, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of those neighborhoods are just kind of like one in, one out. You know, there's only one entrance, one out, one exit. Yes. So, you know, if it, it kind of will surround them and then block the exit. And you can't get out of the exit. You're, like, trapped. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd that be, sucks. That'd be terrifying. Walls of flames just like closing in on you. That would and be terrifying. And your only exit is a wall of flame. Yeah. Boom. As they said, a couple of people have, uh, you know, died like trying to leave in their cars and just wow. got trapped. Excuse me. Yeah, in their car. Pretty brutal. Damn, they need a uh, new 49ers quarterback. pretty awesome. Yes. Yes, Mullins. he is. Yeah, he's a rookie. He had to come in because I think their other two are hurt, or one of them's hurt. Uh, yeah, two of them are uh, hurt. what's his name's hurt? He's all hanging out, laughing it up in the uh, skybox. Yeah, in the suite. <laughs> yeah, having a good time. You're not in the smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the filtered air. <laughs> right. Yeah, they were saying that they were they were showing that graph. Uh, I guess 
uh, air rating of between uh, 150 and 200 is considered unhealthy, and they they said they've been playing this whole game in 160. Yeah, we've repeatedly seen guys getting uh, oxygen on the mm-hmm. side. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, while well, we're um, you know on the kind of the downer news, the Stan Lee died. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. That sucks. Yeah. But we knew it was coming. He was right. ninety yeah, three, four. Yeah, like I think he's. Yeah, I think he was yeah. in his early to mid nineties. So he made it into the Venom movie. I went and saw that this last weekend. Oh, really? And he was in Venom. Yeah. So that was probably his last cameo. Maybe. Maybe. That's Unless just they the were filming something else. Yeah, I'm sure they were filming something else, and you know, he'll probably end up in one or more. Yeah. I cannot wait for the second Infinity Wars. There's a lot of different movies that need to come out. Yeah. He was 95. 95? Wow. Yeah, I mean, you could tell in some of those more recent ones, though, um, his cameos got shorter and shorter. Oh, yeah. Uh, And, you know, some some of the earlier ones he'd be, you know, walking around or standing in a line or something. And what, some of the more later ones, it was just like him in like a toll booth, you know, sitting. Yeah. Driving a bus. Mm-hmm. I forget what he did in the, uh, venom one, but he just appeared and then it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> was that, that was him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad that, uh, Somebody like that passes away, but yeah, he was 95, you're right. But at the same time, I mean, he came up with some, well, him and a lot of his writers came up with a ton of really There was another guy. Unbelievable characters, I mean. There was another guy that, um, I cannot remember his name, but he was, he didn't own a piece of Marvel. He, He was contracted out by Marvel for many, many years. Yeah. And uh, he came up with like 75% of the characters and storylines. Yeah, I think I just saw his picture actually. I, was, I think it's Jack Kirby. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's his name. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, and like his, uh, his estate or his family was in litigation with uh, um, Marvel for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah, it says he uh, was a co-architect. Oh, there he goes. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Yeah, they say he's co-architect of the Marvel Universe, co-creator of many characters we love, Fantastic Four, Hulk, X-Men. Or that was Stan Lee. Um, Oh, yeah, well, Jack Kirby was the 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 other guy. The other guy, yeah. So, uh, um, guess, uh, guess who owns rights to X-Men now? Disney. Yes. <laughs> so fucking happy. That is pretty good news. There's going to be a lot of, like, uh, a lot more movies. 
Well, I they can do backstories like they're doing in Star Wars too. I like that stuff. Yes. If you're really into the franchise, it's cool to see all that. And especially if you know the story and they kind of do it right. Well, cool. they they left it kind of open um, in Infinity Wars because uh, they left it open for X-Men because if you look at Thanos' face, yeah. he has claw marks on his face from Wolverine. Oh, I didn't it's know. It's a small detail that not a lot of people are going to... Yeah. Are, are gonna see but they're there i saw that shit oh yeah so there's that plus i think the second infinity war is gonna have a lot to do with the time stone mm-hmm. uh, so i've got a random theory okay, okay. so where you might be going uh so uh uh, uh dr strange gave thanos the time stone but yeah. i don't think he gave him the time stone from that time i think he went to the future and grabbed the time stone oh yeah yeah it's good boom that theory. yeah <laughs> so now no <laughs> beckham almost with the mm-hmm. one-handed grab he was just overthrown oh he almost had that um so uh where was that oh time stone so yeah I think the Avengers have uh, access to a time stone and are going to use it. I think they're going to go back in time or forward in time. And I think they're going to grab, I think they're going to get other Avengers to fight with them. And I think in this whole process, the X-Men are going to come out. Yeah, that's into this Into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I mean, they're Marvel too. Yes. Yeah. But they haven't been a part of the MCU. No, like, yeah, with all the, yeah, the Spider-Man and all that. There right. it is. Does the same play. They literally did the same play. Right. Yeah, Deadpool's kind of uh, the one that's sort of almost sort of British the Gap. Uh, he's owned by Fox, too. Deadpool is? Yes. Oh. Didn't know that. Fox. Fox is. Fox. Fox News. But yeah, that uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, that's good news for Marvel. 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 So, uh, what's her name? Uh, Captain Marvel is mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah, with, that's uh, gonna be awesome. That will be awesome. Ant Man. Ant Man Two is pretty awesome. Uh, the one with the wasp. Yes. I haven't seen that one. They visit the, the quantum zone. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. Shit just got deep. Yeah. So. All the laws of physics are no longer apply. Well, yeah. Like, they're they're smaller than an atom. Wow. And yeah. in the quantum zone, in mm-hmm. the background... There's a there's a little city. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm totally gonna spoil the end for you right now. All right, that's fine. Well, it's the hidden scene. So yeah. uh they save the day or whatever, and then they're going to do research in the quantum zone. They're gonna they're gonna collect quantum energy and bring it back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so Ant Man goes down to the quantum zone, fills it up, 
And he's like, all right, guys, I got it. Bring me back. Nothing happens. Okay, guys, right where you are. Got guys? Hello, guys? And if it goes back to everybody that's working on the outside of the quantum zone, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, like it, it just shows the leaves, like when Thanos snapped his fingers. Uh, so he's uh, fucking stuck there. Wow, Ant Man's stuck in the quantum zone right now. That's gonna wow. have something to do with it too. He's yeah. got this thing full of quantum energy. So, oh, yeah. here's a here's and another he thing that I was survived. thinking. Here's another thing that I was thinking. Uh, Thor has literally the most powerful weapon in the MCU. Yeah. And it's proven in uh, Infinity War, Stormbreaker, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because he sees Thanos and he hurls it at Thanos. Thanos has the gauntlet with all six Infinity Stones and unleashes the power of all six Infinity Stones at Stormbreaker, barely slows Stormbreaker down, and he, yeah. Thanos still takes it to the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I told you I would kill you. You should have aimed for the head. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Now Thor's really pissed. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. And, uh, all the original um, Avengers are still around. Mm-hmm. I think this is what I think is going to happen. I'm going to call the ending of um, Infinity Wars right now. Uh, I don't know details, but somehow they're going to get the Infinity Gauntlet off of Thanos. Mm-hmm. And then the Hulk is going to come back out. Mm-hmm. And he's going to whoop the ever-living dog shit out of him. Like rip him to shreds. Yes, he's just going to beat the ever-living crap out of him. Because the only reason why Hulk lost to Thanos is he had the power, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, so he's not as strong without it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the Hulk with this gym? No, just the Hulk by himself. Oh, dude. Yeah, the Hulk with the gym? Like, the Hulk's unstoppable as is. Yeah. Unless you have an Infinity Stone. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that oh a cool speculation. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh I love the uh those movies so much. I'm so pumped about it. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw Venom and I was I just uh started thinking about all this stuff and watched YouTube videos. Did you like Venom? It was pretty cool. It was kinda cheesy. Yeah. Honestly. Um at parts. But it, there were some funny parts, but like they tried to introduce Carnage at the end. Yeah. And uh, from my understanding, Carnage came from Deadpool. Like the Venom symbiote uh, got a part of, got a hold of Deadpool and they piled around together for a little while. And Deadpool's so fucked up in his mind yeah. that um, like Venom was like, okay, I'm done with this guy. Yeah. And went back to Eddie Brock. But when he did that, like a part of Venom like split off and became Carnage. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm not sure what the origin story of Carnage is. It'd be a good thing. Yeah. Here we go. Flag. Flag. Yo kiddo with the flag. Uh was it pass interference? 
What do we got? Nope, he's mad. Oh, pass interference on offense. Ten-yard penalty, baby. Replay third down. While you're doing that, I'm going to check the old DraftKings. See if I got anything going. Probably not. Uh, yeah, so... Uh uh, Eddie Brock's Venom. This is straight from Wikipedia. Eddie Brock's Venom symbiote soon returned to be bonded again, allowing Venom to escape prison. The symbiote left its offspring standby in his cell due to its alien mindset. Symbiote felt no emotional attachment. Hello. Oh, you're good. Uh, the symbiote felt no emotional attachment. He's had a bunny rabbit delivered. (laughs) 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 So a kid could sleep, I think. Uh, I'm kind of half reading this. (laughs) The symbiote felt no emotional attachment to its offspring, regarding it as insignificant and thus never communicated with its existence to Brock. The other telepathic link, the new symbiote, then bought it with Brock's cellmate, transforming him into Carnage. Uh, oh, I was way off. I thought it was Deadpool. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm getting. I was getting two things confused. Yeah, it was just one. Oh of the, it was just, man, it was just Venom's kid, pretty much, or Venom's offspring. And Venom's offspring didn't like Eddie Brock, but it liked his cellmate. Uh, I think I think Venom was a part of Deadpool. Like they were together for a little bit, but Venom was just like, "Dude, you're too crazy. Bye." Yeah, they they do a lot of stuff like that. Where they uh, trying to find it here. If there's anything in there about uh, Deadpool, Pool. Maximum carnage. Yes. That sounds super. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Deadpool versus Carnage. Here we go. Much later, Carnage clashed with Deadpool, believing it was his own destiny to hunt Carnage. And Carnage tore, tore Deadpool to pieces. Deadpool bonded with the four symbiotes. Uh. After bonding with the four symbiotes, Deadpool tricked Shriek into thinking he killed she killed Carnage. After that, Deadpool tricked Carnage by forcing Shriek to impersonate Deadpool. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so Deadpool just tricks the shit out of him somehow. Oh wow. Into getting in uh getting him to kill himself, I think. Or lock himself up. That's crazy. That's very crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I love how they tie them all together, too. That's so good. So good. So good. Yes. Yeah, I'm all about some some Marvel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we watched Solo the other day. I don't know if we talked about that last time. No. Which, that movie's awesome, too. That was a good movie. A lot of people... Kind of panned it, but I think those people are just bad fans, honestly. Yeah. 
It's a great yeah. movie. What I mean, what do you expect? Like yeah. they tie in so much to that movie in like in that that huge universe that got ga- that huge excuse me the huge galaxy that they're in. Yeah, uh, like everything is. It still shows that everything is tied together. Yeah, uh, like the yeah, fuel that they awesome. were getting ends up being it. the start of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, like he's like, "Oh, let's go check out Jabba's palace, or, or let's go check out Tatooine." There's a gangster that's got a job, and it ties into um, uh, that the job that he was doing for Jabba yeah. um, in A New Hope. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> and then Darth Maul at the end. Mm-hmm. That was pretty badass. That was cool. That was really badass. Oh, yeah, double reverse. really cool to see him again. I like he, Darth Maul he's a one lot. Of the, yeah, he's one of the coolest Star Wars uh, characters for sure. Creepy. Oh, that was Shepard. Look at that. Uh Oh, dude. Darth Maul is just like pure hatred, and he lives off of it. Dude yeah. got cut in half, survived, yeah. uh, went to a trash planet, uh, built yeah. <laughs> built his own um like spider crab legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember w- that. Went crazy for a little bit. His brother came and brought him back, got him some new legs, and then the, uh, started the uh, Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. Went and took over uh, Mandalore for a little bit. Yeah, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I love how you said. Uh, uh, went to went to take off take over Mandalore for a little bit. <laughs> they did. He took yeah, over I Mandalore. I know. Just the way you said it, though, it was like uh, like you're reading stuff out of a textbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. It's called <laughs> my mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely read it. It came from the book. This is how much of a nerd I am. L- listen, this is when I realized. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm a Star Wars nerd. I was headed to um, Western Days, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to uh, uh, my phone, my iTunes. Yeah. And I was listening to the band called Galactic Empire. Yeah. <laughs> They're a metal band. Guess what songs they play? Star Wars songs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're badass, too. Yeah. Like, just... Just fucking awesome, dude. Wow! He's really trying that old one-handed thing. Put two hands on the ball there. He fell down. He was standing up to try and get it. Yeah. That was insane. See, watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, he almost, that was actually pretty cool. He almost had it. Yeah. I like it when you can see did. him scream, fuck, into their helmets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to keep my job. Or I always like it whenever uh, the, the, All the, the field mic is too close to the field right after a play. Oh, yeah. You can hear yes. them, like, screaming at each other, like, yes, right, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, sit down, uh, the commentator comes in all quick, like, "Hey, I was a bay on the uh, down at the Atlanta scrimmage." Yeah, they used to apologize about it. Now yeah. they just breeze right over yeah, it. Yeah, I think they realize it happened so quick that uh, 
it's kind of the parents' responsibility to uh, address it if they need to. So, Marshall, Marshall Falk. This is a what is this? Oh, these are all running backs. Yeah, I think these are. Uh, no, that's draft picks. Sam no. Donald's a quarterback. I think yeah. we're talking about rookies who are having amazing like years. battling for rookie of the year or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Oh no, I'm not sure. It's amazing that people would like worry about being like. Well, they probably don't worry about. It. They probably just want to come out and just like play. But you know, it's probably just something to help hype up the players. But what, that'd be like an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be an interesting, th- interesting thing to like, tr- like worry about and like shoot after getting rookie of the year because how many rookies come into the league each year and only one person is going to get it? Yeah, I bet you don't really. I bet you're not. Well, I bet they're all kind of shooting for it, but I bet you don't really realize you're competing for it until about halfway through the season and you start hearing things like, like oh, yeah, everybody's what putting you on these lists and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm doing pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You probably also know in the back of your head, like, this is a fucking great year that I'm having out of the blue. My yeah. first year in the yeah, it's like, in oh, the league. I'm fucking natural. Oh, bug. Booger. Oh, buggy Washington. <laughs> oh, he should be president someday with a name like that. I would love it if Booger Washington was president. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Washington. It's, it's in his blood, right? chief. Booger, Booger Washington. Oh, B-dub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. He's, he, I, I like Bug. it because, like, he's so insightful. He's a... he's. It, it's great because he's he was a defensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And he he's he sees things from a different perspective, from the defensive perspective. When mm-hmm. a lot of the announcers are like quarterbacks, yeah, or you know, um, wide receivers or running backs or this, that, and the other, they're mm-hmm. they're on the flashy side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skill players. Yeah, it's kind of mildly insulting how they call those guys the skill players and. And then these are the big grunts well, in the front. <laughs> but but if you think about it, like cornerbacks are just wide receivers that don't have as good of hands. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, or they uh nothing against them. Like no. they I I can't do what they do. Yeah, or or they might just not be like the best route runners. Right. So right. they're they're just better at you know, like zone coverage. Tracking. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I could be wrong. Like I said, I'm not, you know. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how you get into that. Like, if you're when you're playing football, and there we go, good one. You kind of have to pick between receiver, you know, offense and defense when you're kind of on the receiver side of things. I think it depends on your aggression. Yeah. I think the more aggressive players are defense. It's probably true. No, like the, I now yeah. I, that's a general statement, but like, like I, the guys I think, that aren't scared of hitting. Yeah, I think like guys that, lo- that love just like to it, – it, it would depend, too, on how well you can tackle somebody. Yeah. What happened uh-huh. here? Oof. Did he fall on his foot? Yeah, it looks like kind of hit him in the ear almost. Man. I don't know. Maybe knocked the ear out of him. <clears throat> Yeah. Five nine. That guy's not very big. 
He's not. Well, dude, that's the uh, the slot receiver now. Yeah, they're all number elevens. You know, uh, what's his name with the Beasley? Uh, no, with the Patriots started started that. It wasn't Amendola. No, Edelman. Was Edelman. Yeah. Yeah. And Wes, uh, Welker. Wes Welker. Welker. Yeah, both those guys. Yeah, those. Uh, that would be a cool position to be as a receiver, a slot. I've got yeah. out of loose slots. And it's like, um, I'm a receiver. Yeah, you're going to be the slot. What? What'd yeah. you call me? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on now. I'm not here for team morale, okay? Yeah. That coach was, I, that coach is like slot shaming me? <laughs> Have you ever noticed the uh, uh, people that talk like that always do the, uh, like the, uh, I'm not the first person to notice this. I, I've been, I, somebody noticed it on this podcast I was listening to, but they always do the up speak like that. Oh, you know yes. When they've been in, in there? Yeah, like everything's a question, but they're not asking questions. Oh yeah, <clears throat> they always have that. It's always the same cadence too, and they use diphthongs. Yeah, fucking diphthongs. They drive me nuts. Uh. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> usually yeah, it's usually younger, uh, the younger folk trying to sound really insightful or trying to make a really insightful point. They're, I, I wouldn't call it insightful. I think they're trying to put emphasis on something. Yeah. And they do, they don't know how to do it. Yeah. They don't know how to actually use the English language. Yeah, they're just they're just kind of like floating. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. Yeah. No. I think yeah. they get frustrated. Someone popular did it. You know what? It was probably a Kardashian and they're like, "Oh, that sounds cool." Yeah. No. No, it doesn't. No, you sound like you're asking if you're in a permanent state of ignorance, bafflement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get you. <clears throat> so. Yeah. You, you want to talk about the cool shit you did? You want to talk about the cool shit I did? Uh. Let's talk about your camping trip. Let's go. Let's talk okay. about your camping trip first. Yeah, I just uh, um, every year, or yeah, we might have done one the year before last, and like after I did one, but every year I go on this camping trip uh, with my with my high school friends, or some of my friends were elementary school friends, also. But uh, yeah, it was freaking awesome. It was cold, but it was really good camping weather because it was kind of in the forties. Yeah, if you could, you know, if you had a nice sleeping bag. Y'all go, where'd y'all go? Uh, We go to the, or the last few years, we've gone to the Davy Crockett National Forest. Did y'all wrestle a bear? Texas. Uh, should have. Yeah, no God shit, damn it. man. Uh, no, we all wear coonskin caps <laughs> and uh, leather jackets with the frilly tassels uh, running down the sleeves. Yeah. Tell everybody they can go to hell. You're going to Texas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're uh, we'll bring muzzle loaders. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Honestly, what we really do is uh, we build a fire and we spend a lot of money on food and beer, and then we all just go sit around a fire. 
and uh, just relax. It's pretty fucking awesome. If it's warm enough, sometimes we'll swim, but it definitely wasn't warm enough this year. But It's awesome. I mean, it wasn't warm enough last year either, but we swam anyways. It's November every year? Mm-hmm. The last yeah. uh, like three or four years have been in November. It's kind of a good, like a good time for camping um, in Texas, at least, because the rain's kind of dying down and it's not winter yet. But no, intercept burning hot either. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was fucking awesome. It was a really good time. Uh, yeah, we went. Uh, I went to the that spillway again. Did you get a rematch? Uh, oh yeah. Well, I went there because I felt like I like it put a curse on me last year. Because <laughs> after that happened, I've been just looking back at the last year. I've hurt myself like four fucking times. Like I sliced my finger open and had to get stitches. I chipped my tooth. Uh, that's right yeah it's like I, I pulled your stitches out yeah well I just I just yeah you see yeah you did you got like half of them for sure and and I don't know like I've never really been that clumsy of a person I don't really injure myself like that usually so I was like well I'm going back to that spillway and I wish I had something to throw in it but what was weird <laughs> is that they had a uh <laughs> They redid it completely, and that's what they were doing last year when we went down there. They were they were tearing it all apart, but this year it was kind of finished, and uh, it was actually a lot nicer, so a lot less slippery and uh, <laughs> a lot good. less dangerous. Some uh, uh, some park ranger mm-hmm. was watching you guys on his radio. Yeah, we got some more idiots on the spill. Yep, one just ate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We had a mic set up over there. <laughs> Sounded like they dropped a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it did sound like, though, because I, I was in heavier clothes, and I just kind of went flop onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and hurt myself. And then, so hopefully, by going back, I, you know, satisfy whatever fucking... Stupid fucking concrete god there is out there. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. That's uh did uh you guys make a pizza? Oh yeah, three. Nice. Uh, yeah, we we bought a cheese pizza, pepperoni pizza, and then a meat lovers and we ate them in like progression of ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta ramp up. Yeah. Oh and oh yeah, we did something new this year that we haven't ever done before as far as food. Um, we made chili nice. on the campfire. Uh, fucking turned out amazing. It was fucking turned out great. Chili's awesome outside when like like you're that cold. Mm-hmm. Well, you had you kind of had to wait for it, you know, because you're supposed you kind of you kind of simmer chili. Yeah. So you know, probably two or three o'clock. Put a bunch, you know, browned up a bunch of ground beef. Put it on, in the pot on the fire. Uh, and then we realized that we had forgotten tomato paste, you know, yeah. just like the the main base for it. Yeah. But we had this salsa that uh, was from our hometown that we're all from called Julio's. Yeah. And it's just it's 
they Julio's is known for their chips, but their salsa is f- also really fucking great. But their chips are ungodly. Uh, we you could get them around here actually now. Um, but the salsa is really great too. So, but we had the, like these big little bowl or big jugs of salsa, and we were like, well, shit. I mean, that's all salsa pretty much is is just tomato paste with spices already in it. Yeah. And like, fuck it, just pour the whole thing in there, stir it all up, and just we just let it simmer kind of off the off the coals, like off the fire a little bit, but still on the grill. But the fire was really really hot, so it was it would cook anything on the grill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, my friend Mark had this little because sp- we kind of knew we were gonna make chili or try to make chili, so my friend Mark got this little spice blend, dumped that in there. Um, and then we got these giant fucking cans of beans, um, without pull tabs. That was kind of a nightmare trying to open those <laughs> with a pocket knife. <laughs> yeah, or with like with the can opener on a pocket knife. Which oh yeah, you know it, that works really well for like juice because you kind of like punch a little tr- tr- triangle in it. Yeah, but that doesn't work for beans. Like only oh, the juice a, comes out. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, we got no, we got to pry this whole fucking thing open. Yeah, so you're that just like. Sucks. You get halfway through, yeah. dude. You finish this. Yeah. Well, we ended up. Uh, I st- I started trying to do it, but my technique was bad. I was just like gnawing the the lid up. <laughs> I was gonna get shavings into the beans and shit, and so no one wants that. Yeah. Somebody else took over, and we ended <laughs> up just opening them halfway and just bending them back. Yeah, that's all you need. But uh, but yeah, and I just threw um, the beans in the chili. Because we made them separate. Um, and yeah, and I just threw a shit ton of beans in the bowl and then a shit ton of chili in it. And it was fucking incredible. It's just crazy. Like, that's two things that we've started making on these campouts that were that started off as total experiments and kind of just brainstorms. Like, I wonder if that would work on a campfire. Yeah. So we don't just want to make the same food yeah. or like every single meal, you know. Ten years down the road, like, oh. Yeah, it's like we have a whole menu now almost. Chili again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but, yeah, like we've got, like, almost every night is, almost every meal is, like, a different thing, you know. Like, breakfast is typically all is always the same. It's, you know, sausage and eggs and, like, burritos. Yeah. Um, it's easy. And then. Uh, no one wants to really put too much into it. Right. Where, you know, that early in the morning. Right, and you're all kind of hungover, so, like. Sausage and eggs with tortillas is, is perfect. You know, yeah. a little bit of hot sauce maybe. Um, oh, that was another thing. One of my friends bought this really, really badass, or these two hot sauces that were fucking awesome. It's a brand called Yellow Bird. And oh, this, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it's real cool why they named it Yellow Bird too because I guess there's, um, in the areas where the peppers grow wild, there's a yellow bird. Mm-hmm. Um, that's immune to the spicy peppers, so it could just eat them all day. Oh, while wow. all the other animals can't eat them because they get they react just like we do. Oh, yeah, ah! they're just like walking around sweating and coughing, you know, and crying. But these birds just don't sense it, so the the label kind of says, you know, bring out the yellow bird in you. It's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> go on. <laughs> go on, taste your Put tail. this on your burrito. <laughs> but yeah, so we brought a, a jalapeno one and a habanero one. Ooh. And I was, 
the first the first little meal that we had with him <laughs> with him was um, just like sausages Ooh. on tortillas. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that habanero, and I'm, I just ran it through there, and it was, it was fucking hot, but it tasted so good because it was just really good hot sauce. It had like carrots in it and shit, like, it was, yeah, it was orange, but I think most habanero sauce is like orange because I think the peppers are more orange. Yeah, but it was it was really hot, but it tasted so good, and so the rest of the weekend I just put that on everything. Yeah, and uh. Oh man, I took this uh, oh, wicked shit on Saturday morning. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, Out there, you did. Yeah, well, oh, I mean, at the campsite, awesome. there's bathrooms, so there's like kind of civilized bathrooms. It's not like an outhouse either. It's it's like a toilet with a, sh- you know, they have like showers and toilets out there. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of nice about that campsite that we go to is if you have a n- number two emergency, you're not caught in the woods wiping your yeah. butt with leaves, you know. Yeah. There's actual toilet paper and flushing toilets, so it's kind of nice. Oh, no, I would carry that biodegradable toilet paper with me. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck wiping your butt with leaves. Yeah. I was looking at some of the leaves out there that are covered in dirt. Like your uh, your butthole's all gritty afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I Before had toilet paper, they used to use hay. Oh, yeah. Some cultures use their hand. Well, you can wash it off your hand. That's true. Andy, I bet it gets you a lot cleaner, and I bet it feels a lot better than hay. Oh yeah, anything would feel better than hay. Yeah. Fuck hay, that shit makes you itch. Yeah. Maybe that was hey. just the dumb British people. <laughs> I could picture some people in uh, like the Midwest probably using hay. <clears throat> I mean, some t- you know, you drink that morning coffee and go out there and feeding the cattle, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> fucking twenty acres from my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitting out here or in the <laughs> truck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I wipe my ass on a goat or like a sheep. Yeah. Come here, Lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> name, him, <laughs> name him Scott. <laughs> After the toilet paper. Charmin. <laughs> Charmin. Come here, Charmin. <laughs> Daddy's got to wipe his hind end. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> no sir don't fart again <laughs> yeah. yeah don't buy me this yeah, time yeah fuck yeah you don't like it well that's cool man i'm glad you had a good time out there you yep. seem to always have a good time you always seem to come back a little refreshed and a little hungover yeah it's kind of a combination <laughs> of those because it's a vacation but we're we go hard <laughs> but it's uh yeah it's a lot of fun uh one of my friend's sons was, uh, he's like eight, and he was trying to play. On our, when we got back, I went to his house, and we were, had to sit there for a couple hours. And I was playing football with him. Uh, I kind of started telling you this story earlier. And, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I showed him how, what it meant to play football with an adult. <laughs> 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 I was doing juke moves and stuff that I don't think he was expecting me to do. And 
uh, he put on a helmet, which kind of, you know, alarmed me for a little bit. I was like, ah, shit, he's going to fucking drive his head into my chest or something. And uh, I'm going to get man. taken down by an eight-year-old. Or eight. Yeah. Or even just a helmet into the stomach. Um, you just stiff arm him right on top of the helmet. Oh, he I can't know, reach yeah. you. Yeah. we. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a helmet. Send him into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was doing a bunch of uh, like spin moves, like the kind of moves you see like when a cornerback uh, intercepts the ball and he's trying to cut back through all of his team and the opposing team that are now trying to all turn around and tackle him. That's kind of a lot of the moves I was doing. More like dips and like spins to try to... Because he, he said, or his rules were, uh, he had to touch me with two hands. So I was like, well, as long as I am just out of his reach, <laughs> he can only reach with one hand. <laughs> and so I just keep, kept running. So the last time I, I, I spun out and then... Uh, Mark had this bench, and I hurtled over the bench <laughs> and it spiked the ball really hard. <laughs> and like Mark was like, "All right, Billy, we gotta go." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. He was also giving me uh, gave me a math test, a six question math test that I got a eighty three on, which I was pretty proud Passing. of. Actually, I like you know that was uh, there oh, was some look at this. There was some, you know, multipl oh. multiplication of uh, double-digit numbers in there. That was the only one I missed. Uh, there was some long division in there. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting. I was pretty uh, shocked at how well I did with uh, not a lot of practice in math. <laughs> I just add and subtract all day. I never do anything more than that, really, so... Uh, yeah. God, what a what a horrible pass! Yeah, Eli needs to turn it up. He's not gonna he's not gonna have a job after this game. It was a bad game though. Still tied. No, but like he keeps making mistakes like that. Like, I mean, you have Odell Beckham who just burnt two guys. Yeah, and he underthrew him. Beckham had to like slow down to catch the ball. Yeah, like go back towards the defenders. Almost. He just slowed down. Um, I don't know. Defenders <laughs> could catch up. That That's what the problem was with that one. Anyway. So he whipped this kid's ass to some football, huh? Yeah, it was... Uh, I had to hike it to myself. <laughs> and then one time I... Sit down. Threw it to myself. So I said hike, and he started making it look like he was going to rush at me. Uh -huh. So I just tossed it over his head and went around him and caught it <laughs> and then ran in. And then he was like, no more touch, no more throwing it to yourself. You can only run it now. I was like, all right. It, it should have known, like, you know, playing with the yeah, playing with eight-year-old, he's going to start creating his own rules to give himself the advantage. Yeah. Clever little guy. So I was like, fine, I've, I'll run it. And then, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, two-hand touch. Yeah, I'll we'll play those rules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're lucky I'm not wearing flags. You would never, <laughs> never touch me. <clears throat> but yeah, that it was fun. Right on. It was too cold because we usually bring a football to that camp out and just, you know, play catch for a while. Um, but it was so chilly all mm -hmm. weekend that 
like playing football is not that fun when your hands are fucking cold. No. In I mean, it's plays, fun still, but like, you know. Yeah, in between plays, you got to keep them in, you got to keep your hands in your pockets. Yeah. I've been practicing my, my one-arm catches a lot. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham, that shit, huh? Yeah. Everybody has. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's what I was doing with uh, old uh, Marsh kid. Uh, yeah, so what, uh, you went to a old, uh, concert this weekend? I did. It was awesome. Uh, let's see, uh, Max, I forgot his name. It's in the text message. Uh, yeah, it was like, uh, some, like a... Frost. Ele- yeah, I was about to say, it was like an element. Yeah. <laughs> Max Frost. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, yeah, he was a one-man band. It was real funky, uh, real R&B. Yeah. Look at Brita go, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would, he would play the drums and hit a looper. And then he'd go over and play the keys and hit a looper. And then he would... Um, uh, he would sing over top of it and mess with the crowd and... Uh, didn't play like a lead guitar over it. He was really good. Nice. nice. And then AWOL Nation played. Mm-hmm. And their guitarist is fucking killer, man. Yeah, I've never seen them live. The, he's really, really good. They're they're a little bit heavier live than they are on their album. Mm-hmm. Their drummer's pretty good. Uh, the keyboardist uses a lot of really cool sounds. This So... One thing about Max Frost that I noticed that the sound guy was doing, like, he wasn't using reverb. He used the reverb of the arena. Nice. Yeah. That never happens at American Airlines Center. Usually there's so much, like, effect and so much reverb from the effect going on. Like, you you get this, like, weird white noise kind of sound in there. Yeah, yeah. And it sounded really good the whole show. I was really impressed. Whoever was running sound there Mm -hmm. for that did a really good job. Really good job. Um, Nice. So, uh, uh, yeah, AWOL Nation came out, and they played, and they killed it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's all right. I keep yawning. I'm getting close to my bedtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 21 Pilots came out. Yeah. And killed it. I wasn't nice. really a 21 Pilots fan like until I went to this show. Yeah. And I bought two of their albums directly afterwards. <laughs> nice. I, dude, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I mean... It was really, I mean, I, I liked their music. I didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with it beforehand. But, like, it was just... I, I I don't know, man. Uh, I I their sh- live show if for two guys just blew me away. Yeah. So um, the stage is you know shrouded while they're getting set up, uh, and then the shroud falls, and one of them is standing there with the hood on. He's got a torch and he walks to the center of the stage and then walks to one side of the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I need some coffee or something. And then walk to the other side of the stage, turn out the torch, and it's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then he went and sat down behind the drums and started playing. And then on the back of the stage, there's this cage, basically. Yeah. It looks like an erector set at the back of the stage, and it, it's got, like, LED lights on all the poles 
and they have a huge um uh like screen like visual screen right mm-hmm. behind that like right above and right behind and then two on on the side and like the lights would like flicker from one side of this cage and then go up through the screen and then it, it was really really cool the way they did it yeah uh, there was a lot of thought put into this a lot of choreography put into this too yeah so um the drummer starts playing and you know the music starts going and they play with loops and, and backing tracks and all sorts of stuff that they both trigger mm-hmm. and this car just comes out of the back of the stage i guess it's a car from one of their videos or something i don't know yeah. but it comes out of the back of the stage and the singer's on it and he's up there and he's doing his thing and and you know he jumps down and like two measures later like there's the, a huge like accent and the car burst into flames. Whoa. It was awesome. <clears throat> it was so awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> burst into flames. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they finish out the song and it, and it uh, all the lights go out. The fire goes out. And everybody just goes nuts. So there's, there's about 15 seconds, 15, 20 seconds. Everybody just yeah. going crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, the, slowly the lights kind of come back up. And they start into their second song. Well, they're they're both wearing these ski masks and hoodies like through these songs. And they they have like these jackets that I think they wear or jumpsuit uh, is off of their new album. So they look like the jumpsuits from the video. Yeah. And uh, so they're wearing these and um, like as they're singing the second song, the car is on a lift and it, it goes down and. Uh, down in the back of the stage and it gets to a point in at the end of the song um, where like everything kind of cuts out and the singer goes to where the car went down and he just mm-hmm. throws his arms up in like a Jesus Christ pose and then falls. Yeah. Right. And then he's gone for, and then five seconds later he appears on the other side of the re- arena with spotlights on him. He just gets up and he starts, you know, he raps for about 30 seconds and he, pulls his uh his thing off and to show it's him like it was a really cool thing that they did like the guy on stage obviously wasn't him yeah you know uh there's no way he could have gotten from there to there right you know in that period of time but it was it was it was a cool effect hell yeah so he made his way back down to the stage and they started they're started playing and killing it and 10 songs into it um, you know, he's talking to the crowd and whatnot, and this huge rail of lights leads from the main stage to like a little stage. It, it comes down and it sits, uh, uh, I don't know, 30, 20 foot above the people yeah. on the floor. And he, he goes up and he gets on it. And he's talking, he's talking, he's talking, and he gets over to the other little stage, and then the thing goes back, the lights go back up. Uh, and then, so he uh, it is talking about the other guy not getting to use it, so the other, yeah. the drummer gets gets out from behind his drum and runs all the way over to the other side of the stage. And <laughs> uh, uh, Anyway, it's just, it's just kind of funny, because yeah. like, you can tell they're having a good time. They're mm-hmm. not just up there being stuck up, superstars or anything right yeah so they're on this stage and he goes you know 
we talked to our uh, fathers before this whole tour started, and uh, they asked us if we would put a spot in the show where um, everybody could sit down. So this is it. Everybody can sit down. They played a lot more of their lower key songs. Yeah. So they're on this stage and they start playing and it's it's more mellow. It's more, you know, low key, like I said. Yeah. And there's this huge. Um, it's it's a, a rack with lights on it. Yeah. And you can tell it's the same size as the stage and, and it's lowered to about uh, 20 foot above their stage. And yeah. between where it came from and where it ended up, it's got these huge, like, shrouds, I guess, or sheets on, on either side. On it. So it's like, it's like a big, like, rectangle cylinder, yeah. like, right there. And in it, you see come down, it looks like a chandelier. And what it is, they're about two foot... Like LED rods that have like different LEDs in them, yeah. and they're all, all attached to their singular motors, to where they can move up and down by the like individually by themselves. So they've got different light patterns going on on each rod, and each rod is moving, a, 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 like autonomously. Yeah. You know, I mean, they all move together, but like it's it's on its own motor. So you've got these really cool different like patterns that this creates and yeah. it's it's fucking amazing awesome. so oh it gets better <laughs> their second song yeah um the last part of the shroud from that rack comes down to the to the stage so yeah. they're now on a stage behind like like these huge cloths and as he he's he's talking to the crowd but as he's talking to the crowd, you notice these projectors projecting onto each side of the stage. Yeah. And uh, it's it's light and images and, and shapes. And as the song progresses, you start to see each of the guys yeah. on there. So someone's there's a camera somewhere filming these guys. And it's being, being projected from these projectors on the arena. It's in their images end up, you know. 85 foot tall above the stage <laughs> and the way they did it was um so on parallel sides there would be the uh like the singer yeah. and on the other two sides there would be the drummer so yeah. everybody could see you know each one yeah, that's awesome it, it was it was fucking amazing yeah. man like <laughs> uh, just how much thought goes into these things and yeah. The coord the, the coordinating it all the coordination of the whole show oh, was like doing that every night. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, could you imagine setting that up or uh, tearing that down? No, fuck that. I imagine <laughs> it takes a day and a half to set it up yeah. and eighteen hours to take it down. Yeah, all of and it. you have to probably time it. Or absolutely. Try it out a couple. Oh, I'm yawning now too. Try it out a couple times before. You brutal. you would have at least three to four eighteen wheelers of just equipment. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious, man. That's insane. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. But uh, so they killed it over there, and then they come up, come back across the uh, the light bridge. Yeah. And they continued just to, I mean, 
rec shop. They played new songs and old songs, and they literally played for two hours. They, I'm pretty sure they played two to three albums worth of material. Their yeah. songs aren't super long, right? So, but they they played a ton of songs, and they they I mean, they did a really good job. They sounded great. Um, I I heard very little mess ups, and the mess ups I did hear were not that bad at yeah. all. At all. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So there was a point in time in the show where they brought out the other bands mm-hmm. and they played um, uh, two cover songs. The first one they played was a Goo Goo, Goo, Goo Doll song that the drummer did at his um, uh, gymnastics performance or something. He mm-hmm. he chose to do a gymnastics performance to this song. Yeah. So it's kind of special to him. Yeah. And it was, uh, I forget the name of it, but I won't tell him your name. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that one? Yeah. I don't want the world to uh, see yeah, me. Yeah, City of Angels soundtrack. There you go. Ripped on the take to date, understand. Everything is made to be. Real crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a great Ingram, song. Ingram, I got that guy. By the time he did something. It's a really good song, though. It is. Um, and then the next song they did was uh, the singer's first song that he learned to play and sing on the piano, and it's Hey Jude. Yeah, it's a good cover. And they nailed cover. the yeah. harmonies. Nice. Yeah, nailed the harmonies. Uh, I was really impressed with that. Yeah, I mean, that's a fun song to do with the whole outro part, too. Oh, yeah. Especially in a big crowd, I yeah. bet. Yeah. And then they played two more songs, and, you know, it, that was it. Yeah. They did it. But um, one thing that AWOL Nation did that was cool, I thought was cool, is um, they did a wave, mm-hmm. but they did it with with cell phone mites. That is cool. So you have just, like, this, like, big, you know, light wave going around. That's it was, awesome. It was, yeah, it was really cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sherman is the since man. I've been to a concert in an arena that big. Yeah. Well, speaking of concerts, I think I'm going to one on Saturday. Actually, right before are, we are got we going on to the... one tomorrow? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Aiken. yeah. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yes, motherfucker. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll yeah, probably I just scoop t- you up from. Uh, All right. Shim Sham. I totally forgot about that. That is going to be awesome. Well, yeah, I'm going to another one then. Uh, Kyle invited me to this one right before we got on to here, actually. It is the Contortionist Reimagined Tour. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? God damn it. That's Saturday? Yeah. I think Fuck you. Uh, I got. Uh, he said he. I think he has. The uh, early entry listening party tickets or whatever. What? Should be pretty awesome. Yeah. Because they're doing some here early, in, early here listening. In Dallas? Yeah, at Gas Monkey. I think Man. the same place we're going to Hawken or Haken, whatever you say that. Yeah. I, I will find out. I saw Contortionist there and they killed it. Yeah, I think this is going to be the acoustic thing. That's what Reimagined is. Yeah. And uh, 
I think the listening party thing is uh, stuff from their new album. Yeah, upcoming EP. Should be pretty awesome. But I yeah. hate you guys. Yeah, I mean it'll be kind of like what you did. Yeah, when you saw him, yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be a good show. Really, it's good for you guys because mm-hmm. that, that'll be a really good show. I haven't been to a lot of shows this year, so it's it's nice to uh, get two in one week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a double header. <laughs> Making up for lost time, man. Yeah, I mean, those are two of my, you know, currently two of my favorite bands. Yeah. Circus Survive is uh, coming through at the end of the month. Nice. Nice. I'd like to go see them again. There's a lot of good bands playing right now. Yeah, there's a lot of good bands that come through Dallas all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, all the time. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to say that Austin is the live music capital of the world, but mm-hmm. every band that you love comes through Dallas. Oh, yeah. Or Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's hard to pass the city up. Too many people. Yeah, I so said there's too many people. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's it's too diverse not to come play your music here. Yeah, <laughs> make some money. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, but yeah, uh, if ever if anybody gets a chance, come say hi to us at Haken, or uh, yeah, if this is up in time, because that's tomorrow. Yeah, I think I could probably get it up tonight. Or get get your tickets to uh, the Contortionist. Yeah. That's high five, high five Billy and Kyle. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We made it. In between songs, because, you know, if it's acoustic, we don't want to like a mid-song here. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, <Stop>, bro? <laughs> it'll, it, it, nothing's really acoustic anymore. They'll be That's on stage true. acoustic, but it'll be mic'd. Oh, yeah, it'll be loud. You know, yeah. It'll still be mic'd. And loud in an acoustic way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it will be. But yeah, it should be pretty, pretty awesome. Well, cool, man. Well, uh, I think we could call this good yeah, for an episode. What do you think? Yeah, I think we're good. I think How far did we go? Oh, yeah. Get back here. Hour and ten, yeah. I'll take it. It's pretty good length. Length. I'll I just said it. length. Length. It's pretty good length. Got some girth to it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Green and girthy. Uh, just what you want. Mm-hmm. Nice and green. A little green. A little swollen. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, here's to shows and camping and Marvel. Yeah. And, and, bun- and bunny deliveries. And bunny deliveries, yeah. Uh, yeah. California. Um, we are... Uh, We're thinking about thinking you. about you, yeah. Everybody be safe and... If they tell you to leave, leave, because they're trying to save your life. <laughs> if there are That's any how evacuations work, if there are any Californian refugees that come to Texas, yeah, come I'm, on. I the mean, I guess, I guess we, yeah, come on the podcast. <laughs> hey, if we, if any of our listeners need a place to crash in Texas, yeah, come on. Yeah, or I mean, if you're. Uh, uh, you know, if you get a wild hair in your butt, and do you want to write in to us, or email us, let us know us what's about going your on. Experience. Yeah. yeah, tell us if uh, you went through anything crazy or saw anything crazy. Because all we see is what we see on the news and 
on Monday Night Football. So uh, <laughs> we just see smog yeah. and computer created graphs. So yeah, just be safe. Yeah, for sure. All right, everybody. All right. I'm this Blake. Episode 35. I'm Billy. Love you, fuckers. Mm-hmm.